welcome to Future So Bright, the podcast from Class 101 Franklin, where we illuminate the college admissions experience. I'm your host, Sean. And before I was a college student, I was a Class 101 Franklin student who was trying to find my own way through the college admissions process. Today, I'm joined by Beth Kaler and Jean Fain, and we're going to be talking about 1075. They're not lottery numbers, it's not a phone number, and it's not a date. So what is 1075? So the 1075 rule in the college search process is you want to visit 10 schools by the time you are starting your senior year. You want to narrow down the list to seven and love five. By focusing on that, you are making the decision-making process more appropriate than if you had 20 schools and we're trying to do applications to 13 of those, all the essays, it takes away the focus of what you should be putting into the quality and the match and the fit for the student. So 1075 seem very specific. How did we come up with these numbers? So it's not a hard scientific fact. In fact, I was just on a podcast and a thread on Facebook that was talking about parents of college-bound kids, and there was this whole discussion of what's the right number, okay? So it's not an exact science, but the Class 101 recommendation is that the happy medium that we found, that sweet spot, is visit 10, that is an ample number of colleges to become familiar with, and you get to see what is right for you and, and take things off your list and put things in the top three or five, but we found the sweet spot to be five, seven, ten. It's really what's best for you. And since people come to us at Class 101, we guide them that this is the general rule and we try to keep families focused on that so they can make the most of the visits, the applications, and ultimately the decision. So in those 10 colleges that I visit, what type of schools should I include? That varies from student to student. So as we are going through the college search with our students, we are talking about those factors that are most important to them. Do they want a big school, a small school, a public school, a private school? You know, maybe they are particularly interested in graphic design. So that really zeroes in on schools that have that particular major. And so we're starting to identify the schools that they should be going to tour, um, whether they do that online or in person, to really get a strong sense of what that institution has to offer to them. So what about that student who truly has no idea? Or maybe the parents didn't go to college. Maybe it's a first-gen situation. Then it's important that you just go exploring. You have to find out what you like and what you don't like because you don't know what you don't know. It's just like going shopping. You're not sure what you want to buy, so you start pulling things off the rack. So you're going to do the same thing. Obviously, it's a little more um, involved with a college visit. You have to plan the trip. You want to notify that uh, you're coming so that they can put you in a tour group. You can meet with a counselor or an advisor. You can meet with maybe the department. But it's important to go to a large school in an urban environment or a small school in an urban environment, same thing, in a rural environment, and everything in between. Find those things that have your major or specialize in your major. Look for clubs that are important to you that they might have that they excel in. Are you an outdoors person? You know, where do you want to be climate-wise? 
Do you hate hot weather? Do you hate cold weather? All those things, and, and that's what the Class 101 counselor will do with you is explore all those things that you like and don't like, and that's how you get narrowed down to your 10 that you visit. But if you don't know what they are, just start going somewhere. And it is important to find out what you don't want because when a student comes in and says, I've been to two college visits and I really didn't like them, that was a waste of my time, and I say, no, absolutely not, that was the best time you ever spent because that narrows down what you really want in a school. So what about the schools that I apply to? What should be in those seven schools? Should I choose to apply to all the Ivies and just hope that I get in? That's a big negative. It's okay to apply to an Ivy. Is it realistic? Is it a dream school? Is it a stretch school? Absolutely. There's no harm in applying, but we want to make sure you set up realistic expectations. How are you valuing your time and the energy that you put into a realistic school? And also there's fees to applications. So is there a budget within your family? I had a student who wanted to apply to 21 schools. Her parents thought that was ridiculous. They narrowed her down to 13 was her limit. 13's even a lot. But it added up to $900 in application fees for the 13 that she chose. So I think students don't realize there's an actual tangible monetary value to applying. It's not just let's throw everything out there and see what sticks. So you want to have a plan and it be intentional. Because at the end of the day, what we want for a student is to have options. So we want to have at least three, four, five that a student's going to be getting accepted to and maybe have two or three reach schools in there as well. Yeah, I remember you guys telling me as a Class 101 student to have a few safety schools, schools that you know you're going to get into, but also not to be afraid to try for a few reach schools. Not too many reach schools, but enough that you present yourself options once you start to hear those decisions. So why is it that I'm applying to seven schools but only loving five? Shouldn't I be loving every school that I apply to? Well, sure. There's no rule that says you can't love them. But what is the reality? The reality is every school offers something different. You're going to try things on for size, and some are going to fit better than others. And it's important that you understand and dig deep into what those elements are that fit. So the general rule is... You're not going to love all seven. They may be backups or anything like that, but your dream schools are going to fall to the top of the list. Right, and I do think a student needs to consider that there's not necessarily the perfect school out there. So you will really, really like your schools and hopefully love them, but keep in mind that there may be some things in each school that are not your favorite. Um, And that's okay. We're looking for a student to do a pro and con list with those schools, and hopefully you have more uh, on the pro side than on the con side. So yeah, it really sounds like the name of the game is options. That's what I really appreciated about my college decision process is that I really had to make a hard choice because I loved all the schools that I had. And I loved each of them for very distinct and different reasons, and so I had to do that pro and con list and compare and think which school is going to fit me best for the next four years. Thanks for listening to Futures So Bright. We hope you'll subscribe and tell a friend about us. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at at class101franklintn. And if you're in our area, we'd love to talk with you one-on-one about how Class 101 can work with your family and student to plan for college. 
With about 50 Class 101 locations nationwide, you can go to class101.com to find a location with experienced college planners near you.